And we're here on Gaming Gab with uh, Ray. It's me, Ray. And not Gabby, Justin. I mean, you are Gabby, but it is an adjective of me. Anyway, Candy, uh, not all the time. So now we gotta continue the series, man. We started. Uh, we gotta deliver, and you know what they you know, say. It's one month later from the first. Wait, oh, what? Sorry. <laughs> it's not one month later. It sure is one month later. We're in our ship, and let's hope it's not. Oh, you mean it's one month later in the game? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was like, wait, what? it's been like three days but three days recording wise these yeah. these people it's probably been two weeks like <laughs> but um as p as uh people know sequels are always better absolutely so hopefully uh we have a better time recording this <laughs> than the first time oh you're not talking about mass effect being mass effect 2 being a better sequel it's true that's the me2 is better than the original but in real life, let's let's try to have life and mimic art here. And by that, I don't mean the uh, spoiler alert, everyone. The suicide run at the end, like, oh my gosh! The, let's. I'm gonna tell you guys right now. There is a lot more life and death in this game than the original. In the original, you could lose at max two squad mates. You can lose everyone in this game. Yeah, you thought it was hard to lose Rex. Nah, it gets a whole lot worse, and you're going to have to start a whole different uh, playthrough with the first game into the second. Oh my goodness. Uh, so, going in, um, again, in my original in my original ME, because uh, they do ask you what major decisions happened, uh, you know, what gender your shepherd is, mm-hmm. what the background was, but, but the major things were, um, did Rex die? For me, it was a no. For you, it was a yes, but then you cheated, so, you know, no, it was a no. No, I played back through ME1 to make sure I had the perfect playthrough save file, and then shipped it on over to 2. And, uh, they ask, uh, who died, Ashley or Kaiden? We both said Ashley died. Bye-bye, Ashley. Hashtag- Even my mother agrees that Ashley should go. Hashtag fuck Ashley. Yeah, cannon fodder quote mother and then the final big one was uh who who got elected to be like on the council i guess mm-hmm. which which i think we both picked keith david captain anderson absolutely our best friend our best friend uh which for some reason they ask you in, oh no wait they asked if the original council lived which for me was a no for you was a yes they yeah. ask in the game who was the human counselor <laughs> Which we have, we both said Captain Anderson. Oh yeah. For me, it was an all human council. That's weird. I wish I could have seen that. It, you don't get to see much of it. Yeah, that's you, good. You're barely you're barely on the Citadel. True. That's um, right, guys. So as Justin said earlier, we are one month later from the first game. Absolutely. We're living life. We're we like we're playing it's a full crew. You're all happy. You it's saved the world. Tiptoe through the window. Like I don't know that song, but I don't either. And then boom. Yeah, you get slapped with a laser, a yellow laser that looks like a pea stream that hits you. And that whole ship is torn to shreds. You gotta make your way through the whole ship, and like yeah, it, it's burning. You it's play exploding. the first game, you know the ins and outs of this ship, and you just see it in ruins. Yeah, like immediately. Every crew member you remember, even that tall bald guy, dead. They're either dead or they're in an escape pod. I think some of them lived. Some do live. And but you know for a fact that Joker is in danger because uh, we didn't cover this in the last game. Joker is the pilot, uh, and 
Spice Seth Green. Yep, Seth Green, and he basically is paralyzed. Not paralyzed, but like if he takes a step, he it's like a fifty fifty. His brittle legs gonna bro- break. Brittle bones, brittle bones. So Joker, basically, you basically have to make it to the front of the ship because Joker's like locked into the seat. Yeah, he's trying to like steer us. He's like a really he's like the Han Solo of the game but a really lame Han Solo. Yeah, and he just, he has to go down with the ship. Yeah, so. he's trying to get through the parsecs, and he dies, and no, he doesn't die. He, yeah, <laughs> you, Shepard manages to save him, but in doing so, Shepard is lost to space, and You just dies. see Shepard squirming in space, spinning, mm-hmm. losing air, and he's like, <gasps> <gasps> or she's, <gasps> you know. And then, um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's the end of the game. And then, yeah, credits roll... Uh, Bioware says thank you for your sixty bucks. Sixty dollars, man, that to see Shepard for a death simulator. <laughs> yeah. And then you get a loading screen, and it looks all weird and fleshy. And then you see Martin Sheen. There's a lot of big Wait, names in here. Martin Sheen's the elusive man. Oh, oh, that's right. Fuck. Um, and uh, you're brought back to life, Lazarus. Well, uh, was it the Million Dollar Man? We can make him stronger, faster. We can make him better. You get like this five minute cutscene of shepherd being brought back to life the bones being brought back to life the heart beating again opening credits like it's a movie like yeah and then you hear some of your new uh, one of your new uh miranda miranda you hear her talking like shepherd's gonna nothing's ever been done like this you're you're taken by cerberus which is a uh company that mm-hmm rises within that two year span of shepherd yeah. being dead and they look for shepherd because shepherd's a they do a lot of different things too yeah their hands are dirty everywhere like like science many things. science illegal biotics uh they're they're like a mercenary group mechs oh my god like that firewalker fuck section. fuck the mechs um, <laughs> except for the one time you get to pilot one but <laughs> and there's not even a three-headed dog like come on missed opportunity truly they they can name ships after old but war battlefields but they can't but they can't Darn have like a three-headed dog logo instead it's just some very skinny uh old man with blue seemingly robotic eyes yeah with a lot a lot a lot of money a lot of money um, and he puts all that money into Shepard, who apparently, in the process of being rebuilt, gets to change his class. Which is, you know, just a nice way of being able to change it all again for a fresh new start. A Screw fresh that. New look. Screw that. I'm still Sentinel. I think I did Sentinel. No, I did Vanguard. I always You did was, Vanguard again? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's go again. Because you have to shoot everyone. Yeah. I mean, you get actual ammo numbers this town. Oh, that's right. Because... Fuck that. The like, combat feels so nice in this one. I will say... The a cover pl- system's good, the... You were saying? I will say as a plus, uh, in the previous game, you only got shotguns and shit if you were in assault class. Yeah. You can have anything in the, as anyone now. Everyone has anything. But there's like... Is there a limit? Like, you get two of every, two of anything, right? I think or... you can upgrade it as you go. Maybe no. the maybe the assault class has more perks. I never played assault because I've always been like a support class in like almost every RPG I've ever played. It's been a minute since we've played, so uh, don't worry. Don't take it all with a grain of salt. I, I played it a lot re- more recently than he did. Yeah, I got other games on my plate like Valhalla. Oh. I'm pro- I'll probably I'll probably I might replay it sometime if I get ever get through uh, 
similarly a never Ubisoft game, Watch Dogs Legion. <laughs> but uh, continuing it's with... It's a paid sponsorship today, Ubisoft. <laughs> That's our sponsor, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully. I wish. Right. Uh, so, they, uh, so continuing with Bioware's epic... I, I'm pretty sure this Mass Effect 2 got game of the year. I, I don't know, but I'll look it up. Fact check me on that. Uh, we got, but I, I wouldn't doubt that it got in the game of the year. It was an absolutely fantastic game. You get double the squad mates. We're continuing the Paragon Renegade system, which oh, yeah. actually has effects on Shepard's face due to his uh, facial reconstruction surgery. You can actually get scars now if you play evil, which of course I did. He didn't, but I got to look like a badass and he didn't. So who was the real winner here? Not true. I looked like a very charismatic man that knew what he was doing. How'd that work out for you? It worked out because I didn't lose any of my teammates That's in the fair. end of the game. That's fair. Not a single person. But first, man, we the, we we don't even have a team in the beginning no, of the game. We, don't. we uh we wake we, up in the Cerberus facilities being attacked and like but we meet Jacob. Uh, Jacob's, I believe, I think Jacob is like a, a sort of assault, mostly assault, but he's got some biotic in him. And we also meet Miranda, who, ironically enough, is also assault, but has some biotic in her. We don't really know for sure, because unlike in the previous game, they don't give these characters classes, necessarily. It's just, hey, some of them have this ability, and some of them don't. But for some reason, uh, the first two characters you meet are very similar to the Vanguard class. So, Justin was just rocking a whole Vanguard crew. Yeah, we were running through the six with their woes. So both of these characters have been hired by Cerberus. Uh, Miranda is the one who oversaw the the uh, revitalization of Commander Shepard. Mm-hmm. And as we continue through this story, Miranda, I'm pretty sure Miranda full-on shoots like a traitor that was probably going to stab you in the back at some point. A never cannon fodder character. Yeah, a big, big no-name. And uh, we learn more about them as time goes on. If we choose to do so, a big part of this game as we delve further will be whether or not you gain these characters' loyalty. Now, as you talk to the elusive man, the elusive man tells you he believes you about the Reapers. Like, obviously, most of the world kind of believes you about the Reapers now, but it's it's been two years You've been in a coma for two years now. You have no idea where any of your friends are. Uh, we're never. I don't think Shepard even has a family. But no. I mean, like Shepard's basically been considered. Everyone thinks Shepard's dead. Yeah, he's been considered so they KIA. Lost all hope. They were like, this guy's. Well, we lost our like leader. And it, and seemingly the elusive man is the only person who's actually preparing for the Reapers. Yeah, he's the only one that seems to care and understand that there's a life-ending threat happening yeah everyone else is kind of stuck in their own bullshit like counselor not counselor anderson has to deal with politics which he's not used to uh chairman udina is just like fuck all of you i didn't get what i wanted he's just a sourpuss man's ne- man's needs to get laid <laughs> uh if you have a if you got dlc like we did you get you do have the option to pick up two dlc squad mates in zaid kasumi uh, both of which are mercenaries of a different sort. Yeah. Zaid almost reminded me of like a fucking medieval times person. Oh, bro, he's full on Viking for real. And then Kasumi is the way of the future. Kasumi is Watchdogs incarnate, as you had told me earlier. I well, again, Ubisoft. Hey, looking at you, Zaid. You know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh my goodness, Kasumi is. You think you think Bioware is just uh, trying to get that little nod? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just archetypes being played at. Fair enough. 
so the elusive man gives a bunch of dossiers to Shepard, but Shepard, he does tell Shepard, this is above all your team, but this is kind of what, where we want you to go because these are important people. Yeah. And he's just like, you kind of gotta, because I mean, you owe us your life and you know, plot like, yeah, and you, plot. You, you gotta do something. So we gotta get a new team together, but you get one person back, two people back. Actually, you get Dr. Chakwas back. And you get Joker back. And Joker's like fully repping Cerberus. He's like, they gave me a new ship. It's yeah. it's like the Normandy. It's, Nor- it's the Normandy. It's the Normandy 2.0. SR2, it, yo. And it's got a, a an, an AI that no one really trusts called Edie. <laughs> ah, don't worry. Edie's not going to amount to anything. Definitely wasn't in a previous game and is not going to be in a future game. Definitely not. not. Like... <laughs> Oh my goodness, though. So at this point, I kind of recruit, took the time to recruit Zaid and Kasumi early on. Uh, the first person, the first person I recruited was the professor Morden, mm-hmm. and uh, Morden Solis is a Solarian who doctor professor who's like trying to cure some people on the Las Vegas of the the universe yep. in uh, Omega Base or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's, it's a big big asteroid base that was made into kind of like a las vegas kind of metropolis area yeah and like you're allowed in there basically because you're you and i think you also got permission from like the head bitch in charge in asari i i forget what her name was but Uh, i yeah i wished you could have romanced her she was such a badass have her on the team man god like why couldn't we why the fuck couldn't we recruit her like there's probably more story with her there's gotta be with uh aria yeah and that but so we get permission from her to be on omega and recruit people we go in and we go to get morden i don't remember there being much to morden's mission other than you have to help him find the cure you find his uh, his like lab assistant and oh that's right and that's about it yeah um it's a pretty easy like run and gun moment yeah it's pretty much like level one stuff i'm i'm like looking through the like a guide just kind of reading through the um a bit more prepared than last time oh yeah oh yeah we're gonna go through each thing that we talk about yeah we're we're gonna try um yeah but yeah oh yeah it's a long mission because there's remember the vent room yeah the vent room fuck the vent room. i think was spreading the disease maybe yeah read but i'm not going to i i think well i think the vent room was was actually like you were trying to turn on the vents so that you could spread the cure right but like it but for some reason, there were people there that didn't want that to happen. So, of course, yeah, the cause Vorcha co- and the Batarians. Those oh, memes. fuck the Batarians, man! I think it would be really cool if you could play as a Vorcha. It's kind of like a like a Tabaxi in a way or something. Oh God! Anyway, but uh, so we fuck we fuck them up. We get Morden and getting you, you Morden. You cure getting Morden right away opens up the upgrade menu for the Normandy 2.0. Yeah, which is crucial very crucial oh my gosh like allowing him on the team he's the scientific expert he also gets to help you in combat i barely took him with me in combat unless i need to i never played him he he never was in my crew i i kind of hated morden i was like fuck that guy i loved his singing oh my god you know that moment when he sings and like i mean i mean how how when you're given a character that is the one that created the genophage how do you make him likable you don't. You you can really freaking try, and I think they did fine. Like they they did they added like a sense of 
conflict sent out because he uh, accepted that he... Yeah, let's not gloss over that here. Uh, Morden Solis is one of the people who created the genophage that was meant to wipe out the Krogans. Yeah, that like makes them all sterile so they won't reproduce. And that's a main reason I hated him. I was like, I fuck this him. guy. Fuck this guy. He literally started a genocide. Let, let's let's ignore the fact that I wiped out the rack knife for a minute. Yeah. Fuck this guy for trying to wipe out Rex. <laughs> and like, fuck him. Anyway. Uh, and then, so the next thing I did was I went to go find Archangel. Same. Yep. And we, because uh, it was, that was also on Omega. Those were yeah. the only two that were on Omega. Why would we leave? We're already here. Truly. But supposedly, uh, it's recommended you do Archangel last. <laughs> As I kind of found out the hard way, it's apparently the hardest of, like, the first four recruitment missions. Because there's so much firepower going into that. Yeah, you're in the middle of uh, a war. It's <laughs> like not... A little, not a war war, but like a... So, like, being the Las Vegas of space, there's multiple crime families. For some reason, uh, there's this one dude who targets crime families, and all three of the major crime families are teaming up to fucking take out the mercenary. We want to help him, but in order to get anywhere near him, we have to act like that we're going after him. Yeah, you, you become like a freelance mercenary to like... Temporarily. Yeah, and then you just like walk behind enemy lines, tinker with the thing here, yep. tinker with that. Get there and there. Like, so I, I, I kind of did, did a boo-boo. Instead of just going straight for the mercenary, I was like, well, uh, I should probably make this easier for myself later on. And I just yeah, like, wa- I like walked up to people, just shot them in the back of the head. But of course, eventually someone saw me and it was like, ah, oh, fuck, we gotta go. I also literally decked a repair guy in the head earlier because it something that they do in this game now. Uh, they have what's called Renegade or Paragon interrupts, where it's like you got like maybe ten seconds to press that button. Maybe two. Yeah, like sometimes they're like really quick. Sometimes it's group. like and oh, your hands are off the controller. Fuck off, you missed it. Like, yeah. uh, but cutscenes are not breaks, y'all. Yeah, the cutscenes are not breaks in this. If you take anything away from this when you play that game, if you haven't before, then just. And always have this controller in your hands. Pay attention and have a guide by your side. Yeah, you, you'll probably want a guide unless you just you want to see how your luck does. Because yeah. J- JP did it with, mostly without a guide the first time and he just got insanely lucky. I was a wimp and used a guide because I didn't want my favorite characters to die. I don't want to say I got insanely lucky. I did kill Rex and had a restart. Well, that was the first game. Yeah. The second game, you got insanely lucky. Oh, but uh, yeah. Yeah. And, true, and, anyway. In the so I like decked to do a mechanic in the face, and that made like the final boss battle of this mission so much easier for me. Yeah. But eventually we get we get to Archangel and we find out it's Garrus. Garrus Vicarian. Garrus fucking comes back in the game, and it's such a bro moment of it like is. it's like yo bro, Garrus, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead. Yeah, like boom, like two New York and men. Just getting a cannoli together. Oh my god, dude! It it was such a uh, that was probably the happiest moment for me, except at the end where where you get like the helicopter just fucking shoots a rocket and Garrus. Oh my god! And it scars him. Garrus gets get fucked that. up, and you think that he's dead or like he's dying. Just hurt. And they, like by after you beat the boss battle, however long that takes, you uh they immediately bring you back to the Normandy, and where like if you have Morden, I think he does it, but if not, it's Miranda. And, like, they're just like, yeah, uh, he uh, might not make it. There's going to be some issues. Like, we had to graft, like, robotic mandible to him because he lost part of his jaw. And and they're like, he might not make it. And then literally as they say that, the, you hear the door open and Garrus is like, the fuck you talking about? I'm here. 
like Garrus is just a badass with like a robotic eye and a, and like a metal jaw. So it's like, dude, you're even more badass. Truly, man. So you get him, and then I'm trying to remember. I believe the next one I did was Jack, the convict. Like you literally have to go to a yeah. prison planet to get her. Yeah. Like, it goes both ways, I feel like, uh, with who I would choose next. It would be Grunt or Jack. Yeah. Um, but let's go with Jack. Jack. We find Jack at... It's like an overgrown, kind of like Tatooine planet. Yeah. We don't get um, to see the planet much, but because they kind of just bring us straight to the prison. Yeah, you land, like, outside the prison, go into prison. Or, how does that really... Is it actually... I, mean, I can't remember right now. <laughs> uh, I mean, as we get there, like, the... The warden is kind of talking to us. Right, right. He's like walking us through. He's like, "Yeah, you'll get, you'll get her. Uh, we better be getting paid a lot of money for this." Blah blah blah. As you get Jack, you hear over the, you get locked in the room, and you yeah. just, you just hear over the intercom. The warden's like, "Yeah, so uh, someone's paying us even more to fuck you up. Yep. So let's do it." I forgot about that. I was thinking of. I think maybe the loyalty mission for her. Oh, uh, which um, I didn't do, but like, so Jack literally just loses her shit. Yeah. And this is when you find out Jack is like p- possibly the most powerful biotic user in the entire game. Oh yeah. Like she, she just fucks everyone's shit up. Your mission is basically kill whoever is left alive in her wake and then like calm her down and basically promise her vengeance or like closure or something to get her to come with you. I remember, I remember this mission pretty well now because there's that moment where I think you have to like take, you're taking down some of the like the facility guards. Yeah. And there's that guy with a big shield and you have to shoot those off. Oh, but fuck them. The really fun thing about this mission is you can see where Jack had like, like used her biotics all the way through these like metal corridors yeah. and they're just blown open, blood everywhere. And she just is all chaos and mayhem. I didn't even realize she had tattoos at first because I just, I'm pretty sure they just show her covered in blood. Yeah, probably. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what did I get into? I didn't like Jack that much. I didn't do Jack's loyalty mission and I just didn't learn too much about her. Like, I, I didn't, I didn't fuck with her that much. She chills out in the basement in the cargo hold of the ship and I'm just like. She wants a quiet place away from people. She's had a really rough upbringing. I just briefly read on the wiki that um, the potential reason why she's so uh, powerful is uh, she was ac- when she was in the womb was accidentally exposed to element zero. That's which right. Is like, the, like I think the element that's needed for yeah. Mass Effect Core. Yeah, lore lore wise, like at some point on Earth, like a lot of people got exposed to it. Kaiden being one of them. Mm. Like as a child, I think was when Kaiden was exposed to it. Like. And I don't think Jack has, like, an implant or anything. Like, she might because she's been held in that captivity for so long. But she's just, like, she's just, like, naturally one of the most powerful biotic users in the game, in the lore. Oh, no, she's, she's actually, she has biotic enhancements. She does. She okay. was, uh, she was target to a lot of, um, uh, experiments. She was called, uh, Subject Zero. Oh, that's right. Fuck. So she is a scientifically born powerhouse. Um, and she's absolutely needed for the missions that come through. Which is weird because I almost never used her. Um, I mean, like, they full on say, like, no, you need to, like, these four people that we're covering right now, they, you literally, this is Act One. You need to recruit them to continue the game. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, and I don't even know why. I barely used Morden. I barely used Jack. I certainly used Garrus, and I certainly used the next character 
Grunt. You're not even meant to recruit Grunt. Like, you're meant to recruit this warlord Krogan. Like, you literally go to get him, and he's working on a pod of a never Krogan. And it's he, like, sort of explains, but not really, that it's a Krogan that he created. Like, a purebred Krogan. Like, no trace of a genophage inside of him. And then he gets attacked by another mercenary group. Yeah, I forget what the mercenary group's called. Is it like the Blue Suns that yeah, come through it, or something? Yeah, it might have been the Blue Suns. They were one of the three crime families that were on Omega. But like, uh, say the Blue Suns or the Red Blazers or whatever come through. <laughs> and uh, you like just West Side Story snapping their way in. Mm. And so they come in. Uh, the Warlord sends you to take care of them. You do. You kill them. You come back and the Warlord's basically dead. Uh, whether it was from... He was either dead from a gas leak that the Blue Suns tried to, uh, utilizing, or he kills himself. Yeah, I think he might have died from the... I don't know, I'm trying to think of if a Krogan would uh, kill themselves. I don't know right. if they bring them honor in their... In their uh, in but their no matter what, he wanted to make it so that Grunt lived. Yes, because he is the protege. He is, like, everything... He has the best genetic makeup of f- pure Krogan fight. Again, really weird that you, um, because they say, oh, you need to do this to move the story along, but it's entirely possible to not even use Grunt. You could yeah. literally just shove Grunt off to Cerberus and yeah. never see him again. He's, Don't even open the pod. Yeah, he's like in a stasis pod until you, Shepard, decide to Yeah, open whenever it. you decide to open it. And I loved when I opened it because it's, it's one of my favorite scenes of the game. Like, Grunt literally just takes you and shoves you against a wall and is like, who am I? <laughs> and it's like... Um, he has beautiful eyes, too. Ugh. He's just like... Steely blue eyes. I think you just tell him to name himself and he's like, I am Grunt. And it's like, yeah. and eventually he like, he basically needs a purpose. He needs a clan and I'm being a renegade. I'm just like, fuck you. Uh, oh, I'll be your clan. I, actually, I think as a renegade interrupt, I literally just fucking headbutt him. <laughs> I just, Ouch. I just headbutt him and Grunt's like, acceptable. And, and, and then he like, you it, are alpha. Yeah. And then he just draw, he like, as he's holding me up in the air, he's like, okay, we are clan members pans out and i'm just holding a fucking gun to his torso yeah. and he's just like peace in one hand well violence in the other acceptable like, like and he just and he's just cool with me that from then on i'm like yeah. fuck yeah i i like grunt now <laughs> he's a he's a, again another favorite the krogans were just show stealers throughout this whole oh, series absolutely. i'm actually pissed that bit that uh spoiler alert me3 you don't get a krogan squad mate no instead you get james vega Fuck Voiced James Vega. Freddie Prince Jr. Fuck James Vega. Truly. I never used him. I, I used him for missions that I wanted him to die in. I was like, <laughs> I think I think someone might die this mission. Let's do James. It's you today. And then he never died. And then but we'll get into that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh now some major shit happens in Act One. Do you remember what the major shit from Act One to Act Two was? Cause I think it was just like Oh, hey, shit's going down. Here's this big mission. Oh, wait. I remember now. It was, um, for us, it was Kaiden. Kaiden's on a planet. He's like... Right, you're, you're on the colony planet. Yeah. That is being attacked by the people that destroyed Shepard's by ship the, in the beginning. By the collectors. By the collectors. The collectors who... Are like, bug-like... Yeah. Insect, humanoid, four-eyed, 
and it freaks. seems like they're all being mind controlled by Harbinger. Was Harbinger? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was Harbinger a Reaper itself, or was he just like the head fucking collector? Um, I think he might have been the head collector then that was also being puppeted by... Oh, indoctrination. Yeah. Yeah, so he was indoctrinated much like Saren and, and uh, Matriarch Benetia was. Yes. Okay. Um, because the, the Reapers just have that possibility. Something we didn't say in the last episode is that ship, that Reaper that we talked to... Oh, that's right. was controlling... I don't know if we directly said that that's what was controlling Saren and... Yeah, like, there was Major. one Reaper that was controlling Saren and Menezia, and, yeah. like, I think it attempts to control you, but for some reason, Shepard's just too badass, like... Yeah, Shepard... Well, I mean... I mean, it's a whole theory that Shepard's... <laughs> that the whole... being controlled. That the whole three games is Shepard being indoctrinated. <laughs> yeah, maybe we are the Reaper. <laughs> oh my god, that would be Reaper's such a twist. <laughs> Man... This is eerily similar to the previous podcast that we did. I just did with Cecily. So that's fun. Oh my gosh! So uh, as we, as, so Kaiden, after we help Kaiden and try to save the people that are seemingly frozen, mm-hmm. uh, like Kaiden's like really pissed off that he finds out where was Cerberus. He's like, "You're with Cerberus? What the yeah. fuck, man?" He gets so pissed off. I think the only way he doesn't get mega pissed off as if you're female shepherd and you had a relationship with him but even then he's like close to breaking it off with you yeah i think at all at all points it's just to show like a a big moment of tension between the two because you're like oh you're like my first buddy like my first buddy to survive yeah like with kaiden if it's kaiden he's literally the person you start the game with yeah it's it's a whole moment in that game i remember it's like you see someone walking it pans up from the ground boots knees thighs groin chest and then you're like oh kaden yeah like he's like shepherd i thought you were dead (laughs) but so many people they they use that line i thought you were dead so much of this game (laughs) again very much feeling like an anime oh my gosh Um, but what happens after that mission you it's kind of up to you Right, is that when you get more dossiers to... Yeah, you get, like, three more dossiers, I believe, uh, and a few side quests or loyalty missions if you want to do those. You should do them. You you definitely need to. Uh, you can recruit Samara, which is a Justicar, an Asari Justicar, who, like, Justicars literally have to live by their code. Like, if they don't live by their code, then they mean nothing. Like, they could basically just kill themselves right then and there. They're sworn to having children and a family and who've given up all worldly possessions aside from weapons and armor. Pretty much. And, like, Samara literally just shows up and is just like, yeah, um, she, like, she's hunting someone. And in order to recruit her, you have to help her finish the mission. Yeah. But, like, the other Asari on the planet are were ordered to, like, make her stand down and so samara is just like yeah uh i'll listen to you but uh my code basically says if i'm not released in the next 24 hours i have to release my i have to free myself by any means necessary so she literally is just like yeah i I don't want to but i will kill you because that's my code so you you have a day to figure out who the fuck is behind all the bullshit and help samara out yeah which i did i i wasn't I didn't see Samara as a priority, but I was like, you know what? I gotta kill time. I gotta make my crew bigger. Let's do it. I think this is also the same mission. You see the Volus that that gets hopped up on drugs. I don't know if you saw that, but oh, like god. he thinks he's a biotic god. Oh, I think I do. <laughs> and he's like, he snorts some like red dust or oh, something. Is, isn't the Volus the portly guy yeah, who's in a, a suit? Portly. Yeah, oh my yeah. god, yes, I do remember him. He's oh. just like, I am the ultimate 
Ion accuser, and then you just... I think you have an option to just shoot him in the head. Yeah, you're just like... I think that... And I think I did that, because Renegade interrupted him, just like... And it's like, and he's done. It's like that Indiana Jones movie where there's just some dude... The guy doing a whole sword trick. Like, he's like... And Indy, Indy's just with his whip, waits like a solid minute, and he's like... Yeah. And then he just walks away and is done. I think... I think I remember seeing something. It's a little side rant. We're not gonna say that side rant. Okay. Anyways, uh... And then, oh, um... Next person? Your favorite character. Well, one of your favorites. Fane Krios. Fane. Yeah, I was like, Fane or Legion? Because they're both. <laughs> oh, Legion's later. But Fane Krios is basically an assassin. Mm. And he's, he's like, the best at what he does. Sorry, Wolverine. So, <laughs> Fane Krios, you literally are, like, looking for him when he's in the middle of an assassination. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, trying to break in, or you just break into him stealthily going through this whole entire high-rise. Like, I don't even think you see him, except for, like, brief flashes of movement until the end. Yeah. Like, you make That's it... That's what keeps you, like, moving up to the top. Yeah. You make it to his target's office, like, seemingly before he does, and you're like, yeah, uh, you can either be like, yeah, you need to leave, or, hey, uh, fuck you. I don't give a shit if you die, which is what I did. And then he literally just drops behind her and just beheads her. Yep. Has the ability to use biotics to just boop, boop. And, and, oh my gosh. another moment, I think I remember in this uh, mission where there's a guard by a really big window and you have the option to like boot him off. Yes, <laughs> that's what I did. I did that. I literally just kicked him. I just walked yeah. up. It was like Sparta kicked him yeah. through glass. And this game has a lot of just nice random options along the big, big, like uh, scary options that kill people. Yeah, dude, I loved it. So I, uh, have Fane, and Fane goes with you pretty easily too. Yeah, he's like, okay. Yeah, like, and you, you do find out pretty quickly that Fane's like, oh yeah, well I'm going to die, and it's like, what? Yeah. He has like a whole disease where he, where he's like, yes, eventually I am gonna die. I don't know when. I'm pretty sure one of the lines he, he ever gives this in ME two or ME three. He's just like, I've been given two months to live, and it's like. I'm sorry. And he goes, I was given that six months ago. Like he literally just has no idea when he's going to die. He's a ticking time bomb, but he's just fated to die at some point. And he's like, he lives by an assassin code, but he's a super religious man. He'll pray for forgiveness. I don't think he ever, does he ever pray for forgiveness for himself? Uh, I don't know, but I feel like, I think the first time you meet him, he does a prayer for, like, redemption, and my, my character was, like, praying for yourself, and he just stands up and he goes, no, for you. Because I was renegade, so I don't know if that's locked in if you're just a renegade, because if you're a paragon, I doubt he would need to do that, but... Oh, I'm, I'm on the wiki for Thane right now, and there's a really hot line that you, you can get from him if he... Uh, oh, if, if you're, you're romancing, romancing him? So many romance options in this game. Time for me is short, Saya, but any I have is for yours to take. Damn. Wow. That Damn. would get me in bed. Damn, Fane. What the fuck? Fane, Fane's just getting all the kills, both in in his in his work, his profession, and in the bedroom. Fane is slain. But Fane wasn't who I romanced. I romanced the next character, Tally! I mean, I didn't... I, maybe I should have romanced Fane, but Tally... She is a great romance. Tally, Tally was my favorite romance. Uh, I mean, she's the only one I pursued, but... Because for some reason, I'm the renegade, yet I was the one who played a monogamous playthrough. <laughs> and, like, 
I don't know. I like Tally's romance story because literally you never see her. She can't leave her suit or she will die. Mm -hmm. I forget what her recruitment mission was. I think you literally just have to help her and her friends with like a rebel mission. Yeah, you, you, I think you might get like a, oh no, I think the elusive man gives you, um, like information on her and, you know, Shepard's like, oh, friend yeah. <laughs> my old friend i can have someone other than garris like yeah you do meet Le you, you do meet liara at some point but liara is not a recruitable member no she is uh living a big life i think in the second game she's like a bit she's like two years in two years big she shot. became like a big shot on the yeah. citadel so like she I lives know, i think she's on ilium oh ilium or no she's you see her on some planet i know that there's like a mission to go visit her yeah um, but, uh, in any case, she gets to a higher position of power, I think, within this game. I will say... Which is the Shadow Broker, right? Yeah, like, you're, you're, you are bringing up a lot of missions, too, and I will say, because this reminded me, the map still sucks. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, I, as you're telling, as you said, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm trying to remember where she was, I'm just like, I remember couldn't having... Find her. <laughs> I remember I couldn't find her. I literally had to go, I, like, had to hand find her everywhere. I had to look at pictures on the wiki, like, okay, what's it look... your own map. What's the area look like where she is? Like, I gotta find her that way. Oh, man. But... So, so as we go through, uh, as we've discussed, there is now, like, at this point, you have 11 recruitable squad mates... Um, there is one more that you've mentioned and he comes up in a main story mission where like you're, I remember this too. You, you're like, you're trying to get through a ship that's full of geth. And as you walk in, you see a figure sniping at geth and it's a never geth. <laughs> and the geth just looks at you. It's a puzzling picture. And the, sure. and the geth just looks at you and goes, shepherd commander. Like <laughs> yeah. my Krogan and shepherd geth voice commander. are the same. Like, and he'd, <laughs> and like eventually you discover that. He or they are legion. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure they use they them pronouns. We them. We them. That's right. Pro-man. That's right. They they do say we are legion. Like, uh, does this vessel have a soul? Yeah. That, that's uh, the biggest question mark that legion has. Does that does this vessel? Does legion have a soul? Now the wild, crazy, cool thing about legion. Legion is donning the this like the damaged armor of you of shepherd that's right he's wearing had... the old n7 like shoulder oh, the God, iconic yeah. shoulder that uh shepherd had um legion basically like faded to see you uh, yeah dude and legion leg legit just reveals like oh yeah not all geth are evil like Which they're is shattering because they were such an enemy in the first game they're the big bad of like almost everything but he's just like oh no like most of the geth got indoctrinated as well some of the geth willingly got indoctrinated because of how the quarians treated us because i believe they said the quarians actually created the geth yes they did yep and like they the geth eventually revolted or whatever and it kind of it was weird for me because it kind of put tally in a negative light even though yeah. even though she was did my you, girlfriend did you ever play through when you saw like the yeah we talked about i did uh it never it never happened for me between tally and legion because i never did legion's loyalty mission right uh what we're referencing is there are some characters in this game that do not get along and if you do both of their loyalty missions you have to choose between the two of them or if you have a high enough paragon renegade uh, score you can get out of it with neutrality yeah and everyone's happy 
not happy, but happy. They'll agree to disagree. Yeah. Like uh, Legion and Tally were one of them because I I never did Legion's lo- loyalty mission, but I guess that's after doing. I do we want to talk loyalty missions? I, I don't. Or we can talk loyalty missions, but I don't. This is like Mass Effect three things, right? Oh, like what the con- what the consequences are, or no? I th- I thought we were you were about to go off on. Uh, Oh, on, on their mission later? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was going to talk loyalty missions. Yeah, I um, think we can just start like, talking dude, about a few faves. Now, I will say, um, unless you play this game smart, you're not going to get all the loyalty missions. Like, you're not going to play all of them. You can, but there there may be major consequences for taking that much time. And see, I did not even know that. Yeah, I you got lucky. You got insanely lucky. Um, Me, I had to use the guide, but even I didn't do all the loyalty missions. I did, like, everyone's except Jack, Zaid, Kasumi, and Fane, and and I didn't do Legion's either. So I almost, I only did, like, a little over half of the loyalty missions. Uh, so I, I'll say what you want. Top three? Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to start that? Or, because your top three might just be the same as my top three. Well, there's a few that I know we do overlap. Um, in terms of, like, favorite loyalty missions? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have to say that one of my favorite loyalty missions... Did is... you have them ranked in any order? No. Oh, okay. Not, not really. I ranked mine in order. <laughs> oh, well, uh, maybe I'll get to that eventually. Um, but I liked uh, Grunts, obviously. Grunt, yeah. Well, I guess we could talk about Grunts first. Or Grunt was my number three, actually. Okay. Cool. It was my third favorite overall. Uh, with Grunt, Grunt starts acting up on the ship. Yeah, he's just mad, man. He, he, he throws shit all over the place, and you can hear it. He's mad all the time. You go talk to him, and basically, he needs to be like brought into adulthood the Krogan traditional way. Yeah. And in order to do that, you go down to the Krogan homeworld for for both for both of us. Uh, Rex is the leader. Yeah, if the clan war leader of Tajanka. If you went with JP's original playthrough, it would have been Reeve. Which, Which I never saw. Reeves, <laughs> Reeve is kind of a dick. You still see Reeve, I believe, in ME2, ME2 or ME3, but... Yeah, I think there's stuff... Like, you still get to see him. He's no he's not as important, though. Yeah. Uh, but, so... Who cares about Reeve? But since, you have, since you have Rex there, and, like, assume, obviously, if Rex is alive, Rex was friends with you. Yeah. Because if you're not friends of Rex, he tries to kill you. Yeah, and again, it's another big bro moment of like, Ah, Shepard, I thought you were dead. I thought you were dead, you son of a bitch. Actually, Rex might have been the only one to not think he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think Rex was just like, how fucking long does it take for you to come back? Like, Oh, you finally came, huh? So, uh, Rex uh, manages to pull some strings. There was a lot of political turmoil because no one really liked the tube two bottle fucking krogan yeah because he's not pure blood yeah even though he kind of was but so they make you go through a bunch of missions most of the most of which i, I think it was free test and the first two i kind of forget yeah i think they're more just like physical um like fights against ever team members or whatever because like um grunt is allowed to choose who he wants to be like his representative and he immediately picks you he immediately picks Shepard to be his leader, which can also be very outrageous because they're like, what, a human involved in the trials? And, the, and like, Rex just immediately shuts it down and is just like, Grunt has chosen. Yeah. So, um, And the trial is, I think, in three waves, and it's just enemy wave one, enemy wave two, and then boss. And the boss is 
the fresher maw and oh my god like so uh if you're if you're playing on a higher difficulty just so you know the the goal is not to kill the fresher maw the goal is literally to survive like what what is it five minutes or something they have a timer on there it's like oh yeah you're allowed to leave after this time they don't expect you to kill it you just have to survive and uh but of course i played it on easy mode so i killed it (laughs) yeah like i i killed it it was still difficult as hell because i literally just hid behind a pillar and like threw my biotic abilities at it while i had garrison grunt just shoot the fuck out of it (laughs) Uh, yeah that's a pretty powerful team right there oh yeah that's what i would I think I did bring. Even better for you, because you were a vanguard, so. Yeah, we were just throwing biotics and shotgun shells all over the place. And Garrus had that little bit of tech. It was, it was basically he, your... He the tech and the sniping, and we just need the sniping from that It was end. literally your same team from ME, except uh, replace Rex with Grunt. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, that's just... That's, that still holds true through all the games. I even did that in Andromeda. Just, I oh, had Ventra and... Uh, who was the... There was no Krogan, but there yeah, was... Yeah, there was. There was? Yeah, there was a Krogan in Andromeda. I don't remember their name. We'll get to it. We'll we'll we, we, we got time. We got like a month to we'll look that, that up. Trash fire. <laughs> um, I would say my uh, other favorite loyalty mission, and I won't say Garrus, because I do have a slight man crush on him. I would say it's Jack, just to see the like... So you got you got to take over this one. I never did Jack. Yeah, basically, you just go to that old facility that you see Jack get tested at, and it's a big old moment of closure. Um, and it was just re- it was nice to see a softer side from such an uh, explosive personality, a very stonewalled character. Yeah, someone that like does not want to communicate. Yeah, the, like the ver- only way to communicate is through like boosh, boosh. There are times I would try to go to the cargo hold to talk to her, and she's just like, "Get the fuck out." Yeah, I think that in most moments you could see that it's just completely dark and maybe a few red lights, and you're like, Ugh, "Bad vibes." Yeah, but uh, I, it was nice to kind of just learn more, and I was also a big fan of the idea of biotics, and then to know that there was a lot of testing on it on people is a little, you know, sad to see. Um, oh, what was, uh, your, like, number two? My number two? We'll get to the number one after. I think my number two is your number one. Was your number one Garrus? No. Okay. I, 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 I was gonna say him, but I was like, nah. Because my number two is Garrus. Yeah. Oh, uh, dude, Garrus, Garrus's loyalty mission is he, he wants to take out the last dude that betrayed his original mercenary team. the name Harkin or something? Something like that, yeah. Like, he, he wants to take him out, and I don't think there's any combat in this mission. I think it's literally, like, you gotta, like, talk to the guy, you gotta, like, tail him, find him. You eventually get to him, and before you do it, you have a conversation with Garrus, and Garrus is, like, dead set on sniping the guy. Yeah, it's it's a there is a bit of combat. Oh, okay, it's, you you go through like that warehouse. I don't know if you remember. Oh, right. Like there's like crates being. It's like an Amazon warehouse. Oh, you that got the place. boxes coming down. You got some mechs going through. Um, and like yeah, the last saying. thing that the last thing you do is like you kind of like you can try to talk Garrus out of it. Garrus is dead set against it, I believe. And then like. You literally have the option to either get you're you're in the shot like he can't if he wants to shoot him he would have to shoot for you and the game's literally like stay still 
or like warn warn the guy or just move aside and i just stood still i was like because in my mind i was like if i told the guy to run garris would probably still shoot him yeah, but either way, you still get Garrus's loyalty, which is yeah. mucho importante. It's because... just it's just whether or not you actually hardened him or something. Yeah. Like, and I didn't want Garrus to lose that. I want him to still have that part of him where it's like, yeah, no, like don't kill people, please. You already killed a shit ton of people, but you could justify almost all of that. Yeah, this this dude's literally just trying to run. He's trying to give up all of his bad ways, and Garrus is like, no, I'm still gonna punish you for what you did. Eye for an eye. Yep. As the mission's called. And Garrus literally lost an eye. <laughs> yeah. Alright, what was your number one? If you could call it that. Um, it would, I guess, then, because I'm a big fan of little robotic uh, creatures. Uh, You're going to do Legion, aren't you? Yeah, it's Legion. Oh my god. Um, Never did Legion either, so this is all you. Uh, I honestly don't remember this mission. Again, <laughs> years ago, I'm looking at the wiki and I was just like, ha, Legion! Uh, it looks like you go through a base <laughs> and you just kind of shoot people as this game is. Um, I don't even remember what you learned in this mission. What, was there like something major that happens there? There's some consequences for Mass Effect 3. Uh, okay. Uh, oh yeah, because there's you get to rewrite some code of Geth, like a, a group of Geth. Oh shit. Um, and if like you do do it, you get to have like war assets for the next game. Oh shit. And yeah. Or not. That and, didn't happen for me. Yeah. Uh, my however, yours does tie into mine. My number one pick was Tally. Yeah, of course. You're on a leash with Tally, bro. Am I? Or is she? Cause she's in the suit. <laughs> you got a point I, I, I told you alright so in Tally's mission uh, we're going to talk about that in just a moment but first we have a very special ma- special message and it's actually it's technically a sponsor but it's not the sponsors you're used to today we actually have a special message coming to us from Daniel J from Minnesota Daniel J from Minnesota has a, has a special message that he would like us at 73 dream studios variety show to deliver to the special someone in his life and he just wants to say thank you for always being there for me thank you for everything you've done for me and i can't wait to return the favor for the rest of our lives what a special message that was and ladies and gentlemen if you want to send a special message to that someone in your life or if you just want to heckle them i mean let's be fair we 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 do that shit here too you can send a request and we'll give you the rate for how much we charge because uh, apparently I got to make money somehow because the studio is going to be giving my co-hosts more money than me. Uh, but you're gonna, uh, but uh, we'll charge you in the DMs. It's going to be at 73 Dreams. Dreams has a capital D. 73 Dreams, it's me, Ray. Ray has a capital R. Again, it, that's 73 Dreams, it's me, Ray, at gmail.com. Standard rates apply, and back to our podcast. And we're back. All right, so now uh, my number one mission is Tally. Your sweet boogaloo. Yes, she is. And Tally uh, basically is like, I think she was Tally Vos Nora or something like that, or Tally Vos Za, something. Her name changes a lot. We'll figure it out. She, like, she is under the impression that she's going to be put on trial 
when she goes there because supposedly something happened where her people feel she abandoned her or betrayed her. Treason! That's right, yep. That's the name of the mission. And she gets there, and the first person that greets her is like, ah, Talivas Normandy. And she's like, what? Which, if everyone's already calling her that, it's basically leads her to believe that they've already made up their mind. And you and I love it because you get to go through a whole fucking trial. You're basically her fucking lawyer, and yeah. and eventually you're given like a recess to like investigate another part of the ship that was closed off because the Geth were attacking. Mm-hmm. And that's and, where her father is. That's where correct? her fa- That's where her father was. Was whoops. Yeah, her father's dead. You can read that in the tense. Yeah, her father is dead. Oh my gosh. And like, so you go through the mission. You have to have Tali with you. Most of these loyalty missions, you have to have the person with you. Um, so I went through it and I kind of loved every moment of it. But Tally obviously hated it because we're just, you know, her dad. We're, we're just slowly learning more information about how her dad's kind of a douche. Because her dad, I will say a lot of these loyalty missions had father issues in them. Yeah. Miranda. Jacob. Jacob. Grunt has no daddy. That is an issue. <laughs> that really was the issue because he didn't have anyone to bring him up. Like, yeah. there's so many daddy issues in this game. And Tally's daddy issues is that her father, I'm trying to remember what it was exactly, but I think her father, like, purposefully reactivated the geth and put the entire fucking ship in danger yeah like they like everyone wanted him to leave the geth like body vessel that they had recovered alone they just they didn't want him to fuck with it and he and a small group of people decided to fuck with it to try and like advance the ship and help get them an edge over the geth yeah and like once we figure that out and we kill the rest of the geth on the ship and clear it out tali basically asks you don't tell them and it's like, why not? This could literally clear your name. And she's like, but it would ruin my father's. And I kind of was like, ah, oh, fuck. And uh, basically what the game slash guide tells you is if you don't tell them what happened, Tally loses the trial. And if you do tell them what happened, Tally wins the trial, but she kind of doesn't like you. So I didn't tell them. But... because i was such a pure renegade i went all in and i was just like fuck all of you you're cowards you don't deserve tally i I just went on and on and eventually and i was like y'all are turning your backs on her she's in the traitor the rest of you are this is what your people have become and they're just like yeah uh fuck he's kind of right um goodbye fuck it tally stays like tally gets to still be a part of it like like they actually deemed her worthy they basically were like yeah you win the trial basically because your your boyfriend's a dick (laughs) (laughs) and tally was so happy and i was so happy because uh that led to a romance scene one where basically uh where you you clicked helmets together (laughs) from what i understand you tally does take her armor off because she goes to morden Morden uh, basically just has to have his hand in everyone's sex life. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I guess he doesn't have one. He is not romanceable. No. His love is science. Yeah, man. Uh, so Morden basically gave gives Tally, like, a bunch of medicine that's supposed pumps to... Him, pumps her up full of antibiotics. Pretty much. And it's just like, yeah, so uh, take this, like, 30 minutes beforehand. Uh, don't don't like have sex for longer than like an hour or something and immediately put the armor back on like 
You know, Morden is the sex therapist with on, uh, on the ship. For you can also he- overhear. Oh wait, no, this is ME three. No, it's not. I was gonna say Morden's not. Morden's not on the crew in ME three. No. Uh, he gives you. He gives advice to like everyone. Yeah, even Joker, the brittle boned man. Oh, that's right. Oh my God, Joker. Speaking um, speaking of Joker, um, after a few big major missions that definitely make you question your your loyalty to the elusive man, because the elusive man basically throws you into a mission knowing all the details, but gives you the bare minimum. Yeah, like basically he knows if he told you what was up that you wouldn't have you gone wanna, yeah you wanted to do the hard work um after that happens your ship basically gets attacked it gets attacked and like i don't remember where you go where, why you're not on the ship but yeah but everyone's gone literally literally any member of the crew that could have been on the ship is gone but i i there, you get attacked twice because the first time you get attacked is by multiple ships and someone breaks in you and two squad members get to go Remember those ship upgrades we mentioned earlier? This is where they come in handy because if you didn't get them, you literally just get a cut, a bunch of cutscenes or one, depending on how many upgrades you got, of people dying. Like you could see Garrus burn to a crisp. You could see Jack get blasted. Yeah, and then it's all dependent on if you did the loyalty missions and then purchase those upgrades for the ship. Yeah, like there's like the they have a whole algorithm They're for who dies first. Essential. Yeah, it's and it's all like maybe it's based where they where that upgrade is in proximity to their one's like armor for the ship. The other's like multi-core shielding, and then the last one's a cannon, which is not a defensive weapon, but they're like no, if you have that cannon, it makes a difference. You can. It, is a defensive it's on the offensive <laughs> the best the best defense is good offense people exactly but yeah so uh, uh did you get anyone dead in that section no neither I did i actually know you could lose someone then so yeah like, like you're telling me new information i want to play this game again and just play not buy game. upgrades yeah <laughs> see who dies like do a speed run and multiple people will die like at least at the very least if you don't get any upgrades at least three people die and that's not good before the before third you act. before the third act man and but so for us we were in good shape no one died we leave for another mission as you said the ship gets attacked again and who do we play as joker, joker. this is kind of cool cuz joker was kind of had some guilt he believe he he sort of believed that he might have been the reason shepherd died originally now yeah. joker gets to be like he's talking to Edie. he's like what do i do and Edie's like you can do this but if this will happen and joker's like i don't care i gotta do it mm-hmm. and basically he has to literally sneak his way past all the geth and all and no, sorry no it, the, it's the collectors the collectors that's right he's sneaking oh. past the collectors some of which are now hulking brutes because i just remember seeing one of them literally drag a woman away yeah into the uh, elevator there's uh i think they're also husks that's right, the husks. Oh, the, yeah, like the Reaper-esque husks. The, like, white, the white, uh, red-mouthed husks yeah, or whatever. Yeah, And, like, they are dragging people away. They're not killing them, mind you. Yeah. I mean, they kill some people who prove to be too much of a problem, but, like, they're, they're literally just dragging people away. The for collectors wh- are, as you would think, collecting. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, Joker manages to sneak around all the way to the back of the ship, and he manages to through some pipes and bullshit, like, which I don't know how the fuck he did that. Like he he, he survived. He, he's, he did his calisthenics he's that the, morning. I was gonna say he's the dude who literally has the most brittle bones. Like if he, just falling from a pipe could kill him. His armor much similar to Tony Stark as a ship. That's right. 
So he uh, he manages to free Edie from the constraints that the elusive man put on her. And Edie is able to like just override a ton of shit on the ship. Get the fucking um, collectors out of there. They only saved like what? Like half the crew? Barely. Yeah, barely. Uh, and then Shepard comes back and it's just like, oh, <laughs> I leave for one mission. <laughs> yeah. And you all I went to go get bubble tea for the office, and this happens. God, like, uh, to be fair, did he really need everyone with him? No. All all 12 of his squad mates? But I guess, I mean, maybe. Who knows? So, now, well, we're, now we're in Act 3. We're, we're at the point of no return. Um, I mean, they, they do give you a chance. Before you go save the crew, they're like, oh, hey, uh, it might be important to make sure you have everyone's loyalty. I said fuck that. I yeah. like I th- like I think you literally they literally make you do at least one mission before the the fi- the point of no return happens yeah, just for the installation of like the bit of tech that needs to get through the omega 4 relay yeah. which brings you to the collectors. And I was a little mad cuz I did all the all the loyalty missions I already wanted to do. So I was like fuck it, I guess I'll do Samaras cuz I know Samaras doesn't have any combat in it. To be fair, I could have done Samara or Thane. I, I almost wish I did Thane instead, but we did yeah. Samaras. So Samara's loyal to me. You did. I did them all. Yeah, he I did. I want to keep this clear. I did them all. J- I'm a loyal man. JP got his whole crew loyal to him, and that worked out very well for him, and it did not work out so well for me. Uh, as we go to... We go on a mission that's basically known as the Suicide Run. Oh my god, dude. There's so much thought put into this. This was one of my favorite parts of the game. Because every decision you make up to this point literally matters. Whether they're loyal to you, what their specialties are. As soon as you even just go through that relay, uh, your ship's already taking damage. And if you did not do any of those upgrades... You're fucked from the beginning before you even touch down. You literally touch down and like depending on what happened previously, you could like lose half of your fucking crew. Yeah. But as you get there, um, there's a couple different things that have to happen. First, you have to like hack your way through. So you need a tech specialist. Uh, there's literally only three people that can do do it. And it's only if they're loyal to you. And we're, we're going to a thing called the Oculus, which is yeah. like a device used by the Reapers. For virtual reality, right? Yeah, yeah. It just lets them see what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Play as us. That's um, part of the indoctrination. There you go, man. Like, oh man, is this me? It's happening in real life. Yep. Fuck. That's what it. That's that's what we're selling at Walmart. Is, is, Ocu- is Oculus Quest a? Uh, is is the Oculus company a sponsor? Uh, yeah. I don't think I actually emailed them back. You know what? I'm. I'm, fa- the, I'm I've been in charge of getting sponsors lately. Wait, what? Yeah, well... Aren't you just a freelancer? Yeah, I... Okay, so my company, JP Co., we... You have your own company. Yeah, I... I mean, I... Yeah, it's it's whatever. It's semantics. It doesn't matter. Oculus is sponsoring next week. Today is Ubisoft. The fuck is this shit? <laughs> Why has this become... Yeah, just deal. It, it, honestly, roll with the punches. Punches? That's that's what that's what Shepard does. I got I got a chair and a mic, and y'all got company. She got she got a new job. Like, sorry, buddy. What did I get? I got Tally. Okay, Tally's good enough for me. <laughs> All right, so that's sweet. 
Speaking so of which, loyal. speaking of which, Tally was the only person who was good enough at the hacking that that I was loyal to. So right. I, I, I literally had to send her to do that. Mm. So like, or anyone else, not I, really. I mean, if I sent anyone else, they would have died. Yeah. So the idea behind it is, if you don't send someone who isn't technically inclined, they'll die because they're not technically inclined. And if it's you pretty like. And if you send someone who is technically inclined, but they're not loyal to you, they'll die. Yeah. Because, like, basically basically the way they kind of describe it is if they're not loyal to you, they're distracted. Yeah. They're not solely focused and listening to your command. Which is kind of bullshit. Like, it's a life or death situation. You'd think they'd be... Yeah. You'd think they'd be able to put their daddy issues on the back burner, but, you know. (laughs) Not today. Uh, So, I picked Tally. Did you pick Tally for hacking? I I, think I... I picked Tally for sure, and or Legion, because I was like, robot. You do like Legion a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, I picked Garrus for a squad team leader. Like, I sent him, like, I sent him both times to be a squad team leader. It's, I think I either did that or Miranda, because I trusted Miranda yeah. for that. M- Miranda and Garrus. Garrus and is like my right hand man. I think Jacob is also a good squad team leader. Yeah. Um, And then... The and then you have to do a biotic thing, but before you do that, you get to find your crew. Depending on how long you took to get there, like who is it? I think it's like the secretary dies no matter what. Yeah, yeah, you have a secretary that you can bang in this game, and she dies no matter what. I'm pretty sure. But if you take too long, then you find out that Doctor Chakwas died, and if you take even longer than that, just the entire fucking crew is dead. Yeah, all the crew that was taken from the ship earlier. Which, yeah, which... But if any of the crew lived, which for me, they all lived, because I just went straight through it. So did you, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you have to select some... Well, actually, you don't have to. You Kelly Chambers, that's her name. Oh, the, Chambers. The, the that you bang and dies. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but so, um, you... um, If you send the crew back without someone with them, they'll die anyway. So I chose to send Jacob, which meant Jacob was gone from this mission for the rest of the game. Did you send anyone with them? To like for the distraction team? No, uh, uh, when you when you had to send someone to escort the crew back to the ship, to the Normandy. Oh, you know, I think at that point I did one of the DLC characters. Cause oh, I was so like, like yeah. Zaid or Kasumi? Yeah, like, I was like, yeah, I can, I trust you. They they could have done more with their DLC characters. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so if if you send a D, if you send someone who's loyal to you, then everyone They're lives. Also loyal, I should say. Yeah, if you send someone who's loyal to you, they live. If you send someone who's not loyal, the crew lives, but the squad mate dies. Yeah you know hero so then you have to send as justin said a distraction team as well as a biotic specialist literally only two people can be do the biotic mission and live like they give you like a choice of like five or six people and if anyone other than samara or jack does it then they die and and like Samara and Jack have to be loyal to you too, yes, which is great. Loyal to that was great for me because I literally almost didn't make Samara loyal, so I was like, "Oh, thank God!" And I made Samara do the biotic thing. Yeah, but um, no matter what, though, if you send Miranda, even if she's loyal to you, she will die. Yeah, which I thought thought was weird. Um, on the on the flip side, the distraction team once again either Garrus, Miranda, or Jacob. I, Jacob wasn't an option for me. I had Garrus do it. Turns out, if I had picked Miranda, she was loyal to me. But even if she wasn't loyal to me, she still would win because she's like the perfect weapon. Yeah. 
like Black Widow up in this bitch. But again, if, if you send anyone else, they will die, and you will not be able to use yeah. them. Like you can't send Morden to do that. He's just gonna like spew off the scientific table and then die. Yeah, man. But you know, would that been loss? Yes and no. Fuck Morden. <laughs> Fuck Morden. Morden, but he also does have a really good arc. Yeah, in ME3, in ME2, just fuck him. Well, that's when you meet him. You gotta start the arc before you can end it. <laughs> and, uh, so, then we get to, uh, the big boss, but before you get to Mind the- you, there's a bunch of fighting happening. There is a shit ton you of fighting. You are fighting so many collectors, which should be said at this point are discovered as Protheans- That's right. That are indoctrinated by the Reapers. Yep, they were- the collectors weren't even original an original species, they yeah. were just Protheans. Yeah, and they're so genetically modified and got- Just up. unrecognized yeah that's why you i think it was even just today that i was like oh yeah collector's heart pro wait a minute like oh my uh, gosh but throughout all that fighting and that very 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 long walk oh god it's such a long walk uh what do we come how does it end Is uh that the end? right before you walk home right before the boss battle uh, oh my god yeah duh, the you, boss you have to pick two people to go with you everyone else has to hold the line which yep. depending how many characters are alive might as well be a suicide mission they might just be shepherd doing the mission <laughs> Oh god, man. Like I think no matter what, you do get to have two people with you, I think. Man. Yeah. yeah. How difficult would it be if you literally had to fight the final boss oh as god, just Shepard? It would be impossible for me, but like um I want to hate myself in this game. <laughs> get demon souls. <laughs> That's what I want to try. I want to try demon souls and uh Ghost of Tashima for sure. Yes. For sure, for sure, for sure. Oh my in goodness. Any case. Uh, so when we do, so I picked Kasumi and Zaid because once again, I mean, they're a pretty powerful combo. Once again, I rolled dice. Oh, that was a dice roll? Yep. Wow. I rolled the dice on that one. I was like, fuck it. Why not? And I rolled because even though I used the guide, I got cocky. I was like, it's the final battle. I got this. So I left everyone else behind to hold the line. So I left. So Evervin Jacob, who I sent with the crew. So that meant I had like nine squad mates holding the line for me um and you get like a quick cut scene to see if anyone actually died back there uh for me jack died clutch in the stomach did did you have anyone die that held the line for you i don't i don't think so i i I really tried going for a perfect run and i know i did complete it at one point uh as from like my very first run probably someone died probably uh, uh, but I remember, like, the end all in my head. Everyone was, you know, looking badass as fuck, shooting guns and shit. Oh, yeah. Getting all those headshots. When I did the final boss battle with Zaid and Kasumi, uh, fuck me, man, because... The system where you can run out of bullets bit me in the ass in this one. <laughs> I ran out of bullets like halfway through whittling that boss's health down. I might have been doing it wrong or something, but, like, I could barely do any damage to the boss. Was there, like, a certain way that you were supposed to do it? I was aiming for, like, the eyes or the mouth, anything that had color. First, you, yeah, it's, like, should go for the color. Oh, shit, you know what? Uh, we never told him what the boss was. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is, like, the biggest story part. Um, so, you, when we've seen Reapers before, they're, like, little... Uh, like, ships? They're, like, ships that look like insects with really long, like, legs and a big, big butt. Big, long, like, queen ant butt. Badonkadonk. Badonkadonk. 
This is a human reaper larva. It's like you see this giant skeleton figure like hooked up to these tubes hanging from a ceiling and it's a reaper being built from human matter. So like all those people that were on your ship that died. Possibly. Possibly. Or are, just Kelly. Yeah, or just Kelly is now just a rib in the in this giant creature. God damn it. Um and uh, you, you destroy tubes, as I can see. Destroy oh, yes. Destroy feeding tubes. You also get a big choice before you actually... Like, as you're killing it, you have a big choice from the elusive man. Right, because he does interrupt. It's uh, whether or not to preserve the Reaper or destroy it. Yeah. And does. I chose destroy it, which I guess is sort of a Paragon ending for yeah. me. Which is weird. I was Renegade last time, and I was Renegade all the way through this, but I was like, fuck the Reapers, man. I want to destroy all of them. So I chose to destroy it, which can help you – I believe destroying it helps you get a renegade ending in later in ME3. Um, I'm trying to see right now. I'm trying to think. Was Yeah, I think destroying it helped you get the renegade ending, but preserving it, which in itself was a renegade ending in ME2, got you a paragon – helped you the possibility of a paragon ending in ME3. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, which is weird. They kind of flipped it, flipped it a bit. Yeah, but again, again. Uh, when we get to when we get to ME three, you'll find out all the controversy and all the possibilities that could happen in ME three. <laughs> we already have so much going on in ME two. There's a bunch of different combinations of these twelve squad mates that can die. Yeah. Uh, so after you after you uh dest- after we destroyed it, or you could preserve it. Yeah. Uh, basically, shit goes down. You're running for your life. Uh, oh yeah, because like every, I think at this point, uh, if you destroy the facility, it's being destroyed. So you have to. I don't know why. You, I don't know why you're running if you preserved it. I never preserved it, but yeah, I don't know what the what the motivation is when you pre- preserved it. Maybe but, Harbinger's like. Argh! Oh yeah, maybe. But like, um, uh, Zaid and Kasumi for me, they were not loyal to me. Uh, so I found out the hard way that they both died. You just like as you're running up to like that jump point to the ship, you just see them fall down. Oh no! Like even before that, like oh. we, like we both we all fell, and I got up, and then I went and I turned, and I just see Zaid's just oh, on a slab, yeah. and I turn, and Kasumi's like trying to crawl out of something. You know, I think I just had an image of Grunt in that position. I think at one point I did lose grunt what is with you and losing your favorite <laughs> characters every time because i i guess i don't know how to treat those that i love the most the best way i, ho- I hope your family's listening to this <laughs> i'm sorry mom i'm sorry dad i'm sorry candace who the fuck's oh, oh wait candace is your sister right yeah. i keep forgetting that you have a sister me too I, <laughs> I never forget you not because of those kids Anyway, so anyway. uh, so I lost Aida Kasumi. You said you may have lost Grunt. Yeah, because I I do I do remember an image of a Krogan laid laid out. <laughs> so fun fact: if you've lost almost everyone at this point, uh, Shepard dies again. Yes. Like Joker tries to catch him as Shepard does that little leap of faith, and uh, Joker lets him down. <laughs> yeah, literally lowers him down to his grave. And, uh, but for me, uh, I, I had Grunt pull me up and, you know, we had a little memorial for the three characters of mine that died, like, and yeah. that was kind of the end. And it's literally just a reminder though, that we lost all these people over the course of two games fighting two Reapers yeah. and there's a whole army out there somewhere. 
There's a whole army at the, looming at the edge of our galaxy waiting to destroy it. Because it's been 50,000 years? like Since the last extinction cycle or something? like Who the fuck do these guys think they are? Man, so uh, did you have any like thoughts or questions about ME2 as a whole? Oh, dude, honestly, ME2 was a game that made me realize that doing everything in a game sometimes matters. Sometimes. Sometimes. But sometimes I take that sometimes and I don't listen to that sometimes. And sometimes I just play every bit of the game I can. Oh my gosh. Just because I'm scared that I'm going to lose Rex or Grunt or someone because I didn't play it to its fullest. And then there's me. It's... <laughs> Yeah. I, I just do what the fuck I want. <laughs> I'm like, hey, uh, if they died, they died. Like, I really didn't give yeah. a shit about Jack. Didn't give a shit about Zaida Kasumi. So I was like, man, that kind of sucks that some people died. But at least it wasn't anyone I cared about. No one cool. Uh, I'm trying to remember if there's any like fun little DLCs, any other like noteworthy things that this game had. Like, I mean, even Zaida Kasumi weren't really notable DLCs. No, like, uh, I just remember. Oh, actually, the Shadow Broker. That added a lot of... Uh, oh, yeah. The Lair of the Shadow Broker added a lot of, like, lore within the game that I can't remember because I had to replace it with other lore. Okay, I was wondering if you wanted like, to talk about that because I don't think I ever did that. The American theater history. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> had to replace it. Oh, my gosh. You fucking um, college nerd. I, I, I'm actually thinking about going back. To college? Yeah, like, uh, like off the podcast real quick, I'm thinking about, like, going back to school briefly. Because I, I don't know what I want to do. But in any case, back on the podcast, I know what I want to do. I'm keeping, I want to play this game again. I'm keeping that in there. <laughs> please do. Please do. Because uh, this game, it, like you had said earlier, is it's worth a re- like many plays. Oh, God. This is such a big replay value game. Like, even if you didn't play the first Mass Effect, like, I, could, I feel like this is a great standalone oh, game. It, easy, easy entry point because you die at the beginning. So yeah, you literally die at the beginning. Nothing you did in the first game matters. Like, yeah. I, I mean, it asks you what you wanted, a want to happen. Entry to yeah. the game, uh, to the series. I mean, my entry point was Andromeda. So. Which is, is like a backdoor... Maybe a, like in the basement or something. Oh my god! Uh, so I guess the next time we see you, whether it's in two weeks or a month, uh, or for us probably like four days or something, like who knows? Probably it'll it'll be uh like it'll we'll be talking about Mass Effect three. The the the, the pinnacle of all these choices. The, the the big ending point where there's where there's uh there's two endings but then the internet the internet had outrage and then there was a third and possibly a fourth i think the fourth ending is DLC like oh, oh that's right I dlc think. oh shit i never played dlc see we already got plenty to talk about we got plenty to educate and this time we actually talked beforehand and we discovered a good way to outro this this series we we discovered what the initials of ga- of, oh, yeah. uh, of gaming gab is. So uh, to you, my good sir, I say GG.